This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. So they had been expecting him. They had been waiting for him. They had been watching, supposedly, for the Messiah. And the prophets had written all about everything in the Law and the Prophets pointed to the Messiah. Where he would be born, when he would be born. I mean, all kinds of details. The Bible, Josh McDowell says, the Bible gives the exact address and moment of Jesus' entry into the world. Continuing his message from Acts chapter 13, Pastor Robert goes over the actions of Paul and his group of missionaries. We take a look at why Mark leaves the group and why Paul would first visit the synagogues of any new city he entered. Ultimately, we find that these men truly dedicated their lives to the spreading of the word. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Quite possibly, things got a little bit less comfortable for young Mark. It's like the couple Brian was actually telling me down in Peru. There was a young couple that went down to work with him several years ago, and they expected that they were going to be able to come back to the States every couple of months to visit family, work a 35, 40, 40 you know, hour work week down there, while all the Peruvian people were working 60 plus hours to survive and then serving in the church on top of that. And Brian said, no, it's, you can't know. That's a horrible example. You're coming down here supported. Your home church is giving you money to go down and represent them and represent Christ and serve the people of Peru, and you're working less than they are? Something wrong with that picture. And as they had this dialogue, and, and Brian, and if you know Brian, I mean, such a sweet-spirited man of grace and mercy, but he's a hard worker. And he said to, to this young couple, guys, you know, you can't be going home so much. I understand you miss, you know, grandma and stuff, but you, you, you're here on a mission from God. Literally, you know, you got you to be here. And finally, this couple said, well, you know, we think maybe we'd be better suited, you know, to serve under a, a, a mission, a, a church, a pastor that's a little bit more grace-oriented than you are. And Brian said, yeah, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right, because we're, we're here to serve Jesus and to do it with our whole being. And if that's not where you are, then we're not a good fit. You need to go somewhere where they just want to work a 40-hour work, work week and you know, let you go home and visit grandma four or five times a year, because that's, that's not why we're here. That's not what it's about. And so they eventually left. I would suggest, that's just 
kind of what took place here with Mark. Mark realized, man, I didn't sign on for all of this. I think I'll just go back to Mama in Jerusalem for a while, where it's, you know, a little more grace-oriented, and I don't have to work quite so hard. Or it may simply be that he got afraid. This was a dangerous part of the world. They were pirates. Historians tell us that, that malaria was like out of control in this general region around the, the coast of, of Cyprus and, and the coast of that region of Galatia, which is what this was. Keep that in mind, too, because this is the beginning of the Galatian church that Paul will later write the letter back to and, uh, and talk to them. And, and that's where we get some of our insights, actually, in Galatians 4.13. He tells them, guys, you remember how I, I ministered to you through illness. He was apparently very sick while he was here in this area. So Mark may have looked at it, and he's like, man, malaria? We don't know where that comes from. All of a sudden, you start having fevers and getting weird and delirious, and, and, and now this weird, delirious, feverish guy's the one in charge, and, and we're going into a, a place where there's pirates and thieves, and I'm going home. And he left. He took off. But they continued. It says, when they departed from Perga, verse 14, they came to Antioch in Pisidia. Now remember, as I said, this is like one of 30 or 40 Antiochs. Antioch in Pisidia was like 3,500 feet above sea level. It was on a plateau. So again, some of the Bible scholars suggest that Paul's illness was malaria. And that the reason they went at this point in time to Antioch was just to get off the coast, get away from the mosquitoes, get to a place that's a little bit more comfortable, it'll be a little bit cooler, a little bit more pleasant, give Paul some time to recover and get over and you know, get stabilized. Don't know for sure, but it makes sense. But they went there, and when they came to Antioch and Pisidia, they went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. And after the reading of the Law and the Prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent to them, saying, Men and brethren, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. Then Paul stood up, motioning with his hand, said, Men of Israel, and you who fear God, listen. And then he begins to speak. Why did he go to the synagogue? Well, a couple of reasons. One, I believe, is that Jesus was sent to the Jew first and then to the Greek, the Bible says. And that's something that was a theme that Paul consistently brought out. Why like that? Well, because God chose in time past, he set apart Abraham, a man. And he directed Abraham, and he said to Abraham, he entered into an agreement with Abraham, a covenant, and said, Through you, all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed. Through you, through your descendants, through your line, all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed. And so he gave to the Jewish people, the children of Abraham, he gave to the people of Israel the testimony concerning himself. God revealed himself to that family. And he promised them that the day was coming when he would send them one whom he had anointed to bring them back and to govern the world from Jerusalem, the Messiah. That's the anointed one. And so they had been expecting him. They had been waiting for him. They had been watching, supposedly, for the Messiah. And the prophets had written all about everything in the Law and the Prophets pointed to the Messiah, where he would be born, when he would be born. I mean, all kinds of details. The Bible, Josh McDowell says, the Bible gives the exact address, and moment of Jesus' entry into the world. 
And he, he goes through that in great detail and lays it out in his book, Evidence That Demands a Verdict. And it's true. It's really fast. How do you miss it? It's, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing that if you're focused on it, studying it, looking into it, that you could miss it. It's amazing that you can miss it. And yet, not really, because we're all human. And in our humanity, we're broken. And even when we say we're focused on something like that, what we're really focused on is how it benefits us. There's a self-centeredness that's inherent to humanity. And it's a distraction from what God would do in and through our lives. And, and so they did miss it. They did. But he went to the synagogue because they shouldn't have missed it. And Jesus was sent to them so that through them all the nations of the earth could be blessed. Their Messiah. You understand? The Messiah to the Hebrew people. And so he went to their synagogue. The second reason kind of dovetails off of that. He knew he'd be welcome. He's an Orthodox rabbi. Now, how many of you, if you've been in Miami Beach any time at all, you've seen the Hasidic Jewish people walking around? They're, they're dressed different from us, right? Well, that was Paul. That's what he would have looked like. You understand? His outfit, his dress, his appearance, the tassels, the, you know, every, the, everything. I mean, he... He was an Orthodox Jewish rabbi. He was a member of the Sanhedrin. He was a student of Gamaliel. Now, he, he, they would not necessarily have known that. They may have found it out because this was primarily a Greek society. There were, there were Jewish people there, obviously. There had to be at least 10 or they couldn't have had a synagogue. But we don't know how many. It wouldn't have been necessarily huge. And so here come you know, the Orthodox rabbi and the priest, the Levite. Barnabas was a Levite. They would have looked that part. They come walking in. Maybe there were 15, 20 men gathered in the, in the synagogue. Maybe there were as many as we are here, but probably not many more. And so they would have recognized, who's that guy? Hi, how are you doing? Where are you from? You know, glad you're here today. And so they would have probably entered into some sort of discussion, some sort of, you know, interaction to find out who they were and where they were from and those kind of things. And then as soon as they went through their planned, structured service, which they still follow, basically the same structure in the synagogues, there's a, there's a reading and, and it's, it's planned and programmed. You know, it's like if you go into a Catholic church or, a, or a, an Episcopal church, they're going to have a reading from the Old Testament. Then they're going to have a reading from the New Testament. And if you, if you look at the, the program for the year, it doesn't change. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. As our time with you today comes to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening to today's message on Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. If you're in the Miami-Dade County area and you don't yet have a church home, we'd love to have you join us here at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach for our weekly services. You'll find our location and service times at MainThingRadio.com, as well as more about who we are as church. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people, and we feel so blessed to be a part of it. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month, we'll be sharing spiritual leadership, 
Principles of Excellence for Every Believer by J. Oswald Sanders. This book is a great tool for learning about how a person's God-given leadership skills are developed and how using them for God's glory will yield the greatest effects. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. Thanks again for listening today. Be sure to tune in again for more from God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.